Today is Mother's Day, and I bless God for mothers, I bless God for women, I bless God for everyone. Now there are, there's even a debate now whether we should celebrate Mother's Day because it excludes some people. Not everyone is a mother, and therefore it's discriminatory in other words. A school in Belgium has banned the celebration of Mother's Day because when the children make the gifts or cards, because some children maybe live with two dads, it becomes a problem. But a few days ago, the world celebrated what they call International Women's Day. This morning, I'm bringing the word which I believe is for the entire world to hear. We are prophetic voice to the nations. And the Spirit of God is saying this morning, the cry of the modern woman. The cry of the modern woman. Would you turn with me, please, to John chapter 4. John's Gospel, chapter 4. I'll read from verse 4. Now he had to go through Samaria. So he came to a town in Samaria called Sychar. Near the plot of ground, Jacob had given to his son, Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired as he was from the journey, sat down by the well. It was about the sixth hour. When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, Will you give me a drink? His disciples had gone into the town to buy food. Verse 9, the Samaritan woman said to him, You are a Jew. Take note of that. You are a Jew. And I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews do not associate with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you need the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Verse 11, Sir, the woman said, you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob who gave up the well and drank from it himself as did also his sons and his flocks and herds? Jesus answered, Everyone who drinks this water will test again. But whoever drinks the water I give him will never test. Indeed, the water I give him will become in him a spring of water welling up eternal life. Verse 15, the woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I won't get thirsty." And have to keep coming here to draw water. He said to her, go call your husband and come back. I have no husband, she replied. Jesus said to her, you are right when you say you have no husband. The fact is you have had five husbands. And the man you are now with is not your husband. What you have just said is quite true. 
Said the woman said, I can see that you are a prophet. We'll stop there. Verse 19. I can see that you are a prophet. The cry of modern woman, of the male and female species of man. I want you to hear this sermon very carefully because it is not just for this room. Of the male and female species of man, none has been attacked more than the female. The female or the woman has been the subject of freedom, liberation, all kinds of help. Somebody said, even in medical science, there's a branch of medicine that is only dedicated to women. I don't know one that is just dedicated to men. So I want you to understand carefully that the female man or the female species has been the subject of great attack for a long time. Beginning from Genesis chapter 3 in the Garden of Eden, the serpent or the devil targeted the female. And all through history, the female has always been at a disadvantage. Whether it is cultural, whether it is societal, whatever it is, the female has been at a disadvantage. As a result of these attacks or disadvantages, the female has sought for help from anyone who would care to listen. Because of that situation, because of the challenges because of the problems associated with being female, the female has looked for help from everywhere. Governmental agencies, intergovernmental agencies, non-governmental agencies, everybody else has promised freedom and liberation. You can check all laws and bills that are passed and you will see that a lot of it has to do with women. Why is that? Now, I'll just speak in the context of Great Britain. The women liberation movement or ideology, yes, they have chopped some success. We don't agree with everything, but they have. They have chopped some success. Voting rights, the suffragettes, protested, to be given equal rights to vote like everybody else. They fought for equal pay, right to own property. Those are good. So yes, milestones have been achieved. Successes have been achieved. But the question is, is the woman free today? Is the woman free today? Today's woman will find herself saying, I fought as a suffragette. I fought as a feminist. I fought for equality. I fought for recognition. I fought for the right to choose. So surely, I must be free now. Surely, the governmental system, the international system, should now recognize the female species as God made her and give her the liberty that she deserves, surely. But the modern woman's cry today 
is far from God. The modern woman says, I am battered and bruised and experimented on. I've had five guys but no real husband. I've had false fantasies but no satisfaction. Lots of fudge but no real substance. I've had many promises but no fulfillment. The modern woman is still crying for help. She says, I fought for sexual empowerment and gender recognition, but today I don't even know my sexuality anymore. The question has shifted from what I am to who am I. When the suffragettes were protesting, when they were fighting, other people were fighting for equal pay and all that, it was all the question of what I am. I am a human being. I should be able to vote. I should have equal pay. But today, the question is, who am I? So many years down the line, the woman, the female species, is nowhere near freedom. Today, the modern woman says, I fought as a suffragette. But today, I am a surrogate. I fought for sex equality. But today I am transgender. Today I am lesbian. Today I am bisexual. So who am I? After all the attempts to gain freedom, all these represent false hopes. Five husbands, but no husband. We got the rights, but we are not free. Isn't that amazing? That's a mirage. So the modern woman says, and keep looking for water to quench my thirst. Going back to our text, John chapter 4. Jesus our Lord was going, was going to Galilee. And he had to go through Samaria. Then he got to the place called Sychar and there was a well with Jacob down. And he sat by the well. A Samaritan woman comes to the well to get water. Bible said it was about the sixth hour. And when she came to get the water, Jesus said, Give me a drink. Give me a drink. Now you have to understand this woman has had a history with men. So her first idea was that, oh no, there goes another one. She couldn't see that she was meeting the hope of her life. She went, there goes another one, man, I know you well. So it was as if Jesus said, hello lady, can I introduce myself? <laughs> woman said, oh no, you are just another of the same. Do you know that the sad story is that of all these liberation stories and women movement and emancipation, the church has always been seen as a victimizer. Rightly or wrongly, the church has been projected as anti-women. But nothing can be further from the truth. Now you have to understand Jesus is a Jew. The Jews have prejudice against the Samaritans. So why would a Jew want to engage a Samaritan? I came to announce to the church today that we are the church of Jesus Christ. If there are people in the church who have fought against women, that is not our calling. 
Our calling is to introduce the real Jesus. Amen. So Jesus said, wait, wait, wait. You are working with the mindset of the Jews. No, I came as a kingdom man to you. And I came to tell you that what the Jews get, you can get as well. Amen. It is time for the church to represent Christ to the women. To represent Christ to the world and say your true liberation, your true liberty is with the Lord Jesus Christ. Why would she believe another man after having five men and now with a six month? So actually she was with the six month. So here comes the seven. But because the devil knows that God works through the church, he has succeeded in projecting the church as bad. As anytime anything good. By the way, who granted rights to women? It goes way back down to God. God did that. God instituted. God instituted the female church. All the thing about transgenderism, you know what it is? It's all about prostitution. If a man changes his sex to become to become female, what 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 is he? Why? What is he doing with it? It's all for prostitution. And that is the devil's way of destroying and denigrating the human body to the point of destruction. Women have been told, you will find peace in being a transgender. You will find satisfaction in being a lesbian. You will find liberty in causing abortion because it is your right to choose. But women have not been told that none of those things give you peace. So the same God who can set women free has become the enemy of the woman. You remember in Genesis chapter 3, God said, I will put enmity between your seed and the the serpent, and your seed shall bruise the serpent's head. So God is the liberator of the woman, not the enemy. Can you imagine what it's like to have had five husbands but no real husband. False hopes, false promises because these men did not have what it took to bring freedom to the woman. The woman tried everywhere she could look, everywhere she could find, but there was no peace until Jesus came along. Until Jesus came along. Hallelujah. Until Jesus came along. Until Jesus came along. Yet it doesn't matter where you have been. Today you can meet the real Jesus. Today you can put the disappointments of the five husbands behind you. Today Jesus is calling for the woman. Now the woman went back to her city and she said, come see a man, a man with a difference. Today may the woman of God announce to the world that there is a man. His name is Jesus. He is interested in your welfare. He's interested in your liberation. He's interested in setting you free. And his name is Jesus. And he is not one of those five husbands. The woman thought, I can
can just fix this by having husband. First one, okay. Second one, third one, fourth. And even sixth one, she was very patient. All that our world will recognize that our liberty is leading us to destruction. Today, woman, the idea that of woman is now a mystery. But I see real women here who are rising up to their God calling, who are saying that we know the real Jesus. We have met the real man, and he is the true liberator of women. The British Parliament, I believe in 1967, wanted to pass a law to criminalize lesbianism just as gay was. Gay was criminal by then, but lesbianism was not. So they decided let's pass a law against that as well. But when they debated the bill, it was defeated because the argument was that no, it is unthinkable that women would practice this thing. So if you pass a law like that, you rather create awareness and encourage it. So don't pass the law. So they didn't pass the law. Today, were they right or wrong? The same devil who deceived the woman in the Garden of Eden, who said to the woman, this will make you wise. This will make you like God. It's working today in our systems, in our governmental and intergovernmental and non-governmental systems, Planned Parenthood associations, all those United Nations systems, parliament laws, they are suppressing the woman much more today than ever before. In the name of emancipation, in the name of liberty, the same devil is still working. But I pray today, the woman of Samaria went back with the message. When Jesus rose from the dead, the women went to the disciples with the message. The voice of women is very powerful. Yes. Politically, spiritually, whatever. The voice of women is very powerful. And so I pray for God to raise a, a female voice in our days that will turn the hearts of the Samaritans onto their Savior. If you don't believe the voice of a woman is powerful, check with Adam. <laughs> so the devil has used that power, that advantage to advance other things. But today we reclaim the women's destiny, the woman's position as a proclaimer of the good news, as the bearer of the seed of the good news. Without the woman, there will be no church. Without the woman, there will be no gospel. Without the, the man, there could still be. Because the Holy Spirit didn't need Joseph. You realize that? He didn't. He just needed men. All Joseph had to do was comply. All Joseph had to do was comply. 
So the idea is husband, wife, or dad, man, children, it's all wrong. So many women are now very bitter because men are don't see the dark. But it is time for the church to go out with the message and say there is hope here. Yes. Whether you have had six husbands, a hundred concubines, there is hope in Jesus Christ. Yes. And I say to all the governmental bodies that the true liberator of the woman is Jesus Christ. Yes. It is the creator. No policy. As a matter of fact, in 1974, I believe, a group of feminists attacked the Miss World contest because they said it was a cattle market and they, and they, uh, and they threw smoke and flower bombs. That was in 1974. Fighting for women liberation. Is the woman free today? True freedom is in Jesus Christ. It is hypocrisy for the world to celebrate International Women's Day when they don't no longer even have a definition for woman. A very basic, a very basic rule of life. Male toilet, female toilet. Now it says, if today I feel like female, I can use the female toilet. If you are a woman and you challenge me, I'll sue you. Because I'm feeling female. <laughs> what a denigration of the woman. What a degradation of the woman in the name of liberty and emancipation. That is why women of God must pray. I know it's not a problem for you, but you must pray for your daughters, for your granddaughters, for your great-granddaughters. Because, believe it or not, they are using the media now to groom your children. They are. Even they are using the school curriculum to groom your children. But we resist that in the name of Jesus. True freedom is not in man's doings. The well must know that there's still a loving voice out there. There is still a loving voice out there. Say it. Say it loud. There is still a loving voice out there. So now verse 21, John chapter 4, in conclusion, Jesus gave this prophecy to the woman. Believe me, woman, a time is coming when you will worship the Father. Neither on this mountain, nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know. For salvation is from the Jews. And this is the problem of the church today. The church is not able to say that salvation is of the church. Salvation is of Jesus. Now understand, the woman was sensitive to Jews. But Jesus had to still drive home the point. Salvation is of the Jews. The solution to the woman problem is Jesus Christ. Amen. Supernatural help. Yes. So Jesus said to the woman, if you knew, you would ask me. And when I 
give you water, you will not test again. She said, really? Give me this water. The well wants water to quench their test. The well wants peace. Everything that is happening is because people want peace. And we introduce Jesus. We introduce Jesus, the Prince of Peace. We are speaking for true liberation. Many of you already know Jesus. But now you are thinking, I need another form of help. No, hold it there. Jesus is right. And from today, you will experience his love. Amen. And you will carry that love to the other hurting women. Yes. In fact, to the whole city, including the men. We don't apologize for saying that God made male and female, and that's the full stop. Lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray a prayer. That God will establish and restore the ministry of the woman. The woman carries the next generation. So if the woman is destroyed, there's no hope for the future. Thank you, Lord. You going on with it. Now, can you please come and pass the oil round for me? We are not allowing the voices that are claiming women liberation to override. But we want to be a voice. Yes. And say, Jesus. I'll say Say, Father God, I declare freedom from man-made ideas and promises and solutions. I decree from today and end to disappointment. I now reap, I reap real harvest in the name of Jesus over my life I declare from today no more failure no more disappointment I am a child of God I am a woman of God I have the voice of God and I declare in the name of Jesus no one can stop Receive strength in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. May your voice be anointed over your generation. And may you be a declarer of the good news, even in the midst of the difficulties, in the midst of the challenges. May a voice be heard. What a beautiful name. What a powerful name. 